Hi everybody, I'm Dave Bell. Welcome to the Courier Podcast. The Courier Podcast is brought to you by Gila Valley Comic Con. Gila Valley Comic Con is March 27th and 28th on the campus of Eastern Arizona College in Thatcher, Arizona. Please go to GilaValleyComicCon.com for more information. Today I am joined by Maria Kautz and Maria has brought uh, a few additional guests. So we have Lauren Goodenough-Kautz. Yes. Is that okay? Yes. All right, thank you. And Mikey J, Mike Jacobs, and we are here to talk about the film Josiah, which is debuting this Thursday uh, at the David M. Player Center for the Arts. Thank you all for being here so much. Thank you for having us. So uh, I, we have to start. The, please tell people what the film Josiah is. So it's our personal story about our son who ended up on heroin. And the story of a boy who had everything going for him, the story of a, a good boy in every sense of the word, who ended up trying and getting hooked to heroin. And it's, it's our entire story, it's our life story. And also, many experts are in this movie, so it brings in, we tried to hit every side of the apple, if you will, of this thing called drugs, to help families, to help addicts who have been addicted. So our, our goal is to honestly, to educate people, but also, to help families to pull out this addiction out from under the rug and get it into the light and let's talk about it and let's heal together because the more that we know the more we're educated we can talk about it together and face it together and we're strong together this is a difficult subject for anyone uh, we happen to have both the surviving spouse and the surviving mother best friend um, I, I always say the worst thing I can think of is losing a child. I mean, I can go through anything, but that's the one that, that gets me. Absolutely. How were how you able to do this while grieving? Because you're still in the grieving process. You can't, you can't not grieve, certainly. But this is fairly soon after this occurred, after his death occurred. Grief is love that has nowhere to go. And so I decided that I had to give it a channel. I had to give that love that was within me a channel. Otherwise, it would have eaten me alive. But it was honestly, this whole two years has been very cathartic to, to write. I've written a book and also to do this movie. And it's also my number one motivation for doing this is so that Josiah's story lives on. So that this wasn't the end of this beautiful, beautiful life that his story lives on. Josiah was always a, a soul who saw people and especially the underdog. And anybody who gets on drugs, they become quickly the underdog that the entire world judges because we judge what we don't understand. And so this is Josiah's way of helping people. In, in terms of, of the book, did you sit with somebody? Did you just sit at a, at a computer and just bang it out? Some people have to talk things out, you know, and then somebody else, you know, puts it together into a narrative form. How did you do that process? As far as the book is concerned, of course, I lived it, lived it first, and then I put pen to paper. Right after he died, in fact, the, the night that he died, I began writing. I wrote his life story that night, and it, it's just very healing for me to write. So I did. I just sat and I wrote. A lot of it was, it, the, especially the initial time after Josiah died, a lot of it was pen and paper. But then several months after, it began on my computer, and then I just wrote for the next year and a half, and then I hired an editor, and the editor helped me put the whole thing together. And, and here we are now we have the book yeah not everybody processes the same way that's why I'm asking I, right. you know it's it's always different for each person definitely um, Lauren I don't know if you anticipated speaking mm. so I apologize if you did 
blame your mother-in-law. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> um, what what process have you been going through during this time? Is um, is participating in the film? Has that been uh, a way for you to process the grief as well, or or do you have your own? And I don't mean to intrude. If you've got a personal way of, of dealing with it, then that's yours. No, um, no, I don't. I don't mind speaking about it um, at all. Like Maria um, says, I really believe that we need to be talking about these subjects because it's real things that are happening. And when we're going through these things, we feel as though we're the only person in the world that's going through this. But every family that knows addiction is actually going through the same thing. So I think it's important to talk about it. Myself, I was uh, very naive with what the grief would represent. And I didn't realize I came obviously for, for the funeral. And when I left and went back to Paris, um, I didn't realize how hard it would be, uh, how hard of a mountain I still had to climb. And I think that grieving in isolation um, somewhat uh, because all of his his closest family was obviously here um, it was very difficult for me honestly and I don't know if myself I would have had um, the strength to go forth and um, really uh, push that movie and, and, and really carry out this project the way Maria has done uh, but I'm very happy that she has and I'm very f happy that I contributed to the to the Josiah movie the way that I was able to uh, because the the pain that Josiah's addiction has brought to all of us, to me, um, what it brought to our marriage, and and the pain that his disappearance um, caused me. If if this movie can stop one person from feeling that, um, it's it should be done a million times. Um, and that's all all we can hope for at this stage is that somehow what's happened to us and what's happened to Josiah can help someone else. Um, and that's what Josiah would want. Absolutely, that's what Josiah would want. I, w I want to talk a little bit about the, the pain of addiction. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's the pain of loss yes. that, that permeates mm -hmm. and, and probably will forever. I, I don't know of yes. anybody mm -hmm. that, that loses a loved one that doesn't feel it. Um, but I do want to talk about the pain of addiction. Mike, you, you were Josiah's best friend. Um, there's an intimacy with, with your mom, obviously, because you know, she's the one that nurtured you. There's an intimacy with your wife. People kind of forget about the best friend, you know, the guy that's, or, or woman, who's, who's literally been there, heard everything, the things that, that don't get said to the wife that can <laughs> be the best friend, you know, and, and vice versa, you know. Um, talk a little bit about that, about dealing with an addict and yet still loving him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've said this once and I'll say it as many times as it needs to be heard. Um, I've never met anyone in my entire life who wanted to be better more than Josiah. Mm -hmm. One of the difficult parts for me was, you know, being that best friend that he would come to sometimes and just go off for hours about ideas he had to make himself better, ways he thought he could fix his relationship, ways he thought he could break his addictions. And every single time I'd be on the sidelines, I'd be supportive, I'd be encouraging. Um, but then to see him go out and, and fail at those aspirations despite wanting to be better so bad, it, 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 was, it, was a hard, it was a hard role to play. But I felt that if I could be there to just be an ear, to be a shoulder, I mean, even if I didn't have the answers and even if I couldn't save him or help him, uh, at least I could be that much. Failure's not the problem. It's giving up is the problem. Right. You know, so trying and failing 
is a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, yes. Yes. failure is part of, you know, success for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the film. What what can people expect when they go on Thursday? And I, I fully expect a packed house over at the at the uh, David M. Player Center. And it, I want to say it starts at uh, 6? Yes, doors open at 5.30 and the movie starts at 6. There are several things that, that I want to highlight that they can expect. One, um, don't think that the entire movie is going to rip your, your guts out the whole time because it's not going to. Because 19 years of Josiah's life were absolutely wonderful. So, But there's definitely going to be that. And you know, what, the one thing I need to warn parents about is that I opted to have Josiah's pictures of the day he died in the film just because I felt it very necessary to educate children. If I would have had the hindsight, of course, to educate my kids, I would definitely show them this movie. But I really felt like people need to understand that the beginning game of drugs can be painted so beautiful. It can be painted, let's go have fun, let's party, let's let's escape. Um, it can be painted to be a very good thing, and yet the end game of drugs when you're an addict, I wanted people to see that. And so it's very raw. So it does show pictures of, of Josiah dead, but it also, I, I pray what it does is that it inspires people to pull their story out because more people than we can even imagine are dealing with this epidemic. It's affecting families, whether it's a sister, a brother, a cousin, it's affecting the American families. 192 people a day die from drug overdose, and yet people want to put it under the rug because it's such a shameful thing to talk about. So I pray that this really empowers people to pull your story out and let's Let's talk about this story. Let's get it exposed to the light so that we can heal as American families. And I, I fully think that the Gila Valley is going to be the forerunners in fighting this epidemic because we're going to say it's going to start here with us. You said two things that I really want to key on. Uh, first was the, the almost the romance of starting of drugs. I, I can't say how many times I've heard, well, the best music was written on heroin and you know Hendrix and The Doors. and Yeah, but it all ended badly That's exactly and, right. and you're right we we kind of forget you think it starts good but it's not the right. start is just as bad you just don't see the result yet right absolutely um and the other thing was shame and 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 i guess that's my question how do we how do we stop feeling ashamed that we have a family member who's who's dealing with this addiction is a literal disease it it alters the brain chemistry and and there have been studies that that show the brain physically changes with addiction depending on what you're addicted to how do we stop people feeling ashamed oh my goodness well we don't talk about you know my cousin jimmy right no jimmy jimmy's is dealing with an issue just like grandma is dealing with breast cancer or uncle pete is with with prostate cancer it's a disease. Here's the thing is that people judge what they don't understand. So it is our responsibility as the family members of an addict to educate people so that they will understand because they will continue to judge as, as long as they don't understand it. They will continue to judge. That's what we do. We're people. So it's our responsibility to educate people, to let them understand. And that's what I mean by pulling it out from under the rug. Let's talk about it. As hard as it is, as painful it is, as it is, there's nothing more painful than losing a child. So understanding that as being the end game, we need to talk about it. We've got to, it's life or death. I wanna give everybody a chance to catch their breath, take a drink of water, and now I have to make a commercial for something that's totally incongruous to what we're talking about. 
The third annual Gila Valley Comic Con is March 27th and 28th. Yeah, I know. It doesn't fit. I'm mm. sorry. I wish I had something more appropriate. It's okay. Uh, it'll feature all the fun you've grown to love, including artists and sketches, live-action role-playing vendors, collectibles, and, of course, cosplay and the popular costume contest. Sign up for the costume contest at GilaValleyComicCon.com. Also, if you want to book a cosplay photo shoot, go to Stock Photo Fantasy on Facebook. That's Stock Photo Fantasy on Facebook. I'm, you know, there are days I don't mind doing those, mm. and there are days where it just doesn't fit. That's okay. And this is one of those I days. I thought it was a great relief. It was perfect. <laughs> so, um, so uh, have you been dealing with those in recovery? I guess uh, because nobody tells a story better than somebody that's been through it, and thank goodness came out the other end. Yeah. So that's what it initially gave me hope when Josiah first got on drugs. No one talked about it. Not one single person I knew admitted to me that any family member was on drugs. And while Josiah was in a, one of the rehabs that he went to, Jason and I began attending a local church called The River. And when we went in, we began uh, you know, rubbing shoulders with people and getting to know people. And finally, people began speaking about some 25 years clean, some 12, some 6. And there was hope that was birthed within me that it is possible. We have many people, probably 30 to 40% of our church is recovering addicts who are extremely successful. And, and it can be anything. It doesn't necessarily be, I mean, whether it's an addiction to, uh, to drugs, whether it's an addiction to alcohol, which is a drug. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm, I'm getting on my soapbox. No, alcohol is a drug as much as, it, as anything mm. else. Um, or or uh, porn is, mm. is an addiction as well. So uh, it's good to know that people are starting to, to kind of throw off that cloak of shame and, and yes. say, look, it, it is what it is. Mm. You know, I, I broke my foot. I'm addicted. Yeah, you know, um, in terms of uh, communicating, how have you been getting the word out? Obviously, you're doing this um, uh, locally. Your story's been shared. Are, are you spreading it further than just the Gila Valley? We are. So we have several uh, already premieres. Well, I guess you wouldn't call it a premiere because this would be the premiere. That's the first one. But we have several showings. Um, one is going to be in Los Angeles. One in San Diego. One in Minnesota. Um, he wants the the producer. His name is Joe Carlini. He wants to take it to every single festival that he can get it into. So we're going to try to get it to as many places as we can. Are you ready to travel for those too? Because that's that's a, a daunting um, exercise. I am a hundred percent in. Oh. I'm ready to go. So uh, are you guys uh, doing any of that as well in support? Uh, you know where you can. <laughs> I mean, everybody has lives. Everybody has jobs, etc. Feel free to. Hang me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there if you need. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I, I live in Paris, where Josiah used to live with me, so I probably won't be physically attending most of the further viewings, but um, I'll definitely... Unless they get into camp. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> then I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, because it is. It's, mm. it's a tough job, uh, traveling around mm. and spreading that message. Are, are you viewing this as much as, I, I want to use the right term, not pastoring, but ministering? Um, as well as, as just sharing information, you know, helping those find the right path, whether it's a religious path or, or, or just a path of healing. So definitely what, what took me into the ministry, and I'm a, I'm a pastor, but what took me into the ministry is I have a heart for people. I always have, and I will help as many as I possibly can. And that's another way that Josiah lives through me. He was the exact same way. So yeah, definitely, that's, that's a great way of putting it, is a pastoral heart, just wanting to help. 
And, and, and so I guess that leads to the next question, will you be doing this in churches as well? I, I mean, would love to. I would love to. Okay, so that hasn't been quite worked out yet. Anywhere that I'm invited, I will be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywhere there's a need, I will be there. So let's talk about the production team. Who Who's involved in the film and, and what was their process as far as you know? You know? We'll find out more on Thursday when we see them. We've had many experts um, that just... I don't know if you've heard of the the um, organization called Billy because I love you B I L Y. They're a it was a father that that started it and they have a lot of followers. But they jumped on board with us early on, so we got to interview addicts and experts and several uh, doctors from all over the state. Several of them from Minneapolis and just people just ended up jumping on board. People from L A. So as far as that's concerned, we have a lot of experts on us. And then locally, some of my friends who have been courageous, who also have had, they've lost their children. They've stepped up and shared their stories. So it's not only our families, but it's families around here and then uh, abroad. Have you been uh, reaching out to politicians on this issue? Because certainly uh, political support for the programs that can help people um, get clean, you know, and again, you have to want to, obviously. Yes, yes. Um, but but we don't have a lot of resources. We don't, uh, especially here in southeastern Arizona. But just in general, we don't have a lot of resources. We plan to reach out. We haven't, as of yet. I really wanted to get my book written and have this movie finished. And now, hopefully, this is just the the, the jump. You know, this is the ju- the jumping point, and we're going to jump from here. Yeah, you got to have something to put in front of them. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully something that stings them a little bit, yes, too. Yes. I don't know why it is, but people don't take action until it hurts. Until it affects them personally. Yeah. I was the same way. Um, so, uh, who directed, who produced? Uh, Joe Carlini. It's did, Joe did Carlini. Both? He did, yes. <laughs> I drove him all over the state of Arizona. <laughs> I picked him up from the airport a hundred times, and we've done this in the last two years. And um, be prepared to have your mind blown. It's an amazing movie. It really is. Documentary filmmaking is is radically different, and people don't realize uh, the amount of of research that has to be done before you you pick up a camera, and then what do you do when something magical happens in front of the camera? Right. And I'm assuming there were some magical moments. There definitely were, for sure. And you'll see them this Thursday night. Oh, look night. at you not giving them one. <laughs> Not even giving a moment. What a, you, you've got this filmmaking promotion down pat. Oh, you got to come see it. Yeah. Um, where is it taking place and what time? Uh, so the doors are going to open at 5.30, and then the, the film actually starts at 6 o'clock. Let me mention that we are going to have the DVDs available there for $10 cash. We're only going to do cash that night. We're not going to do credit card. Also, my book will be available there for $10. I have 300 copies, so the first 300 people that wants them, if they don't get a copy, they're available on Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. Um, it's at the David M. Player Center for the Arts, right in front of the Safford High School. And what's the name of the book if somebody wants to go online? It's called Josiah, One Family's Journey of Being Broken Together. Okay, and the film is? Josiah. Josiah, yes. just just Josiah. Yes. All right, I want to thank uh, Lauren Goodenough-Kautz, Mikey J., Mike Jacobs, and of course, Maria Kautz for joining me today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Good luck in, in getting this out. It's a, it's a message that needs to go out, and it's a message that needs to go to Washington, quite frankly, yes. where, where I agree. money really can come. Yes to get this country healing. Yes. So thank you again very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm David Bell for The Courier Podcast.